Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of the 1973 podcast. I'm your host, AC. I'm here with these two bozos. We're ready to do it again. I'd like to think to myself as the uh, Chuck Barris to this gong show. <laughs> so, fellas, what's happening? What's going on this week? Hoy, hoy, Nothing, what's man. up? <laughs> we're already uh we're already yucking it up before we went online i had to explain to these guys that uh cock fights involve roosters and uh, ed was disappointed because he's been training for a while so that was a letdown for him so we're <laughs> we're off and rolling with this one this one's gonna be good it's wrestlemania weekend we got a lot to talk about big birthday weekend the big 5-0 i won my 50th anniversary flyers jersey just for the occasion so first time out of all the podcasts, I busted out a flyer jersey. More to come with that. Got plenty of jerseys to roll through this. Tom's already laughing. I can see him. He's got a great hat on. He's rocking the old school whalers. He was saying he gets more compliments wearing that thing. And uh, out in the public, everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah, needs security they, now. Yeah, so you yeah, know. absolutely, yeah. They, you know, it's they always watch it when you're uh, not available. Hey, I guess the cream rise always rises to the top, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the I guess Tom is the cream then, huh? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. The man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. Yeah, keep them going. You can steal them from everybody. Got a, a hey, lifetime. Nothing means nothing, okay? <laughs> absolutely, especially with this uh, podcast, when you look at the bills. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's negative numbers straight across the board. So <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> Strong. So before we get into anything with the emails, I saw a rant this week. I want to get on the rant first. Tom had a big rant after, uh, I believe it was the Red Sox. So, Tommy, we should have saved it for the Facebook page. We started a 1973 uh, podcast Facebook page. So if you if you get a chance to check that out, check it out. And uh, like that page and, and follow us. We'll post uh, a lot of stuff on there, reels, clips, stuff that's funny, retro stuff. Everything goes. So, Tom, tell us about the rant. Well, it's, it's opening day of baseball. And, you know, as a kid, I used to get all excited. Sometimes I'd take the day off from school just to watch every game. There used to be a game the Reds would play at noontime. And it would be all day, all night thing. But, you know, I am sat there and I was thinking, I just can't get excited about the Red Sox. The Red Sox were always my favorite team. But, you know, it, the, John Henry and the ownership, they're making it hard, very hard to like them. I mean, everybody... Being in Massachusetts, you used to always grow up hating the Yankees because of their arrogance. But the Red Sox ownership, I think, is taking over that mantle. And it's just ticket prices. And I don't know if it's the fact that he owns the uh, Chelsea soccer team over in England or if he just bought he just bought an ownership in the Pittsburgh Penguins. I don't know if he just doesn't really – I don't want to say he doesn't care, but he's not putting the money into the team anymore. And it's just – to me, it's not – it, it's starting to show because opening day, they didn't sell out. They they had, they were, I mean, they almost sold out. But if you watch the game, there were a ton of empty seats. And that's just new. You would never, that was something that you would never, ever see back in the 80s when we were kids. Not even the 90s. And it's just one of those things. I think ownership needs a real uh, wake-up call. I um, was talking to somebody and uh, they were saying how I didn't watch the game, but they were saying that uh, in the fifth inning, they were booing. The fans were booing at home, yes. which yep. is rare, rare for a baseball game. You, you, that's like a Philly thing. But Oh, it's, it's getting, the fans are really fed up with them right now. And it's, yeah. it's, 
they uh, ticket prices are going up. Everything's going. The price of food and everything up over there is going nuts. It's just not worth going to it right now. They're not putting a good product on the field. Now, having said that, today they actually came back and won. It was, right. They were losing like eight to two, and they ended up winning it on a walk-off home run in ninth thing. So that was exciting. But this year, they're going to be terrible this year, and it's not worth the price of admission. I don't know if uh, you remember when we went to Toronto. It was already ten years ago when we went. We walked in to open a day, and yeah. I, I don't even. We got tickets right, right from the scalper outside, and yeah. it was. Uh, I don't even remember how much the tickets were, but I, I remember it. Even that was way cheaper than going to anything Red Sox related, and that was ten years ago. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's just it's ridiculous, and I think he's finally starting to. Uh, see the light a little bit with it. And when when he got booed at the uh, outdoor classic game, the winter classic game, yeah, yeah. When, they, when he walked through the crowd and they booed him and it was audible on camera and they, I think he realized that, that he screwed up and he's going to have to, and the next, I think this year, if they're not doing anything by like August, I think you're going to see a lot of changes on the team. Yeah, do you want to weigh in on the uh, current state of affairs with uh, the baseball compared to uh how it used to be? Well, I mean, I think it's just, I mean, I remember opening day always being like, you know, like that was the hottest ticket in town. You know, everybody wanted to go to, like, man, it, you know, when I worked downtown, man, everybody wanted to go, man, man, opening day, opening day, you know, man, opening day, even when they, you know, they, they weren't even that great at that time. You no, know, they hadn't won the world series. Um, but man, it was really, there was a lot of excitement in the city, in and around the city. Like I couldn't go into any of my retailers, and and not talk about the socks, you know, and to hear like this is how it is, the state of affairs. It's it's very sad to hear that, you know. They they're trying to run the team now. They like a small market, and and they can't do that in Boston. They they got the GM from the Tampa Bay Devil Rays from a few years ago, uh, Kyan Bloom, and it just you can't do that in Boston in a big market. The fans aren't. It's not going to fly here with the fans, and I think they're starting to realize that. Well, yeah. maybe it goes back to what we what we've talked about in the past. All the like all these big market teams. I mean, there was a there was something that was up on uh, Facebook this week. I uh, was it Ken Griffey Jr. Is, is still getting paid, and he, he hasn't played in the league for ten years. Yeah, I mean, at some point. It's funny know, how those little tidbits of stuff that we talk about, even for a few seconds, things pop up. Like after after that, like the you know. I never realized that he was still getting paid by the Reds, but the Bonilla thing and how it pops right up. I mean, it, it, it's like a, a straight tread of everything we've talked about since episode mm -hmm. one without even having to rehash it. it. It just, you know, we're pretty much right on the pulse of whether you're following it day to day on or not. Right. It's just, yeah. Griffey is, he's the third highest played play, uh, third highest paid player on the team. Hey, get year. the marbles out of your mouth, will you? <laughs> <laughs> you did better last week, shit faced. I know. Not even drunk. <laughs> That's a, it's awesome. It's a one take show, people. It's a one take show. <laughs> no editing. No in quarter this is budget. given. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get the gong in the back. Gene, <laughs> my brown paper bag. Yeah, there yeah. You go, there you go. Here comes Gene, Gene, the dancing machine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, um, good, good spot to. Uh, we'll we'll stop right there with the with the rant, and uh, we're gonna switch over to before we get too far into it of uh, our weekly segment. Uh, Ed reads emails. Um, we got a few this week, and uh, I I picked 
what I thought was the best one out of, out of the group. And uh, Ed, take it away. All right, let me uh, dig deep into the bottom of this mailbag here, you know? You know how the postal service is. All yeah. that fan mail is coming in, let me tell you. Yeah. All right. Anywho, this one's from uh, Manny from Coventry, Rhode Island. And uh, so he asked us, he asked us, what are you – what are your sports backgrounds from all of us? He said that we had discussed it, I believe, on the first episode. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll toss it out to you guys first, and, I'll, you know, I'll finish it. Uh, well, basically, life lifetime hockey player. Uh, had to pretty much stop playing when the kids started. Uh, coached a little bit. Um, enjoyed playing way more than coaching. Um, totally different uh, two sides of the coin with – with uh, the coaching and playing, uh, you know, um, played a little bit of softball with these guys off and on, um, played football growing up, uh, played CYO basketball growing up. So a bunch of different things, uh, but, but always the hockey was always, you know, near and dear to the heart still is still, uh, still big things with the kids. And uh, that's, that's where my heart is right now. Go ahead, Tom. Well, I never played, never played professionally or anything, <laughs> but uh, I, I played a lot of softball. I played probably three or four times a week with these guys. Some at certain points of, like probably in our twenties. But I'm diehard baseball. Baseball was my favorite sport, probably the sport I was best at. And uh, played hockey up until a few years ago when <laughs> I blew my knee out. But that's about it. I'm a, just a diehard sports fan in general. What do you got, Ed? I mean, I grew up, I'd have to say, you know, played hockey with these guys for a long time, you know, played a little bit of football, um, played a little bit of basketball, you know. Um, then currently uh, still do triathlon and, um, you know, it's really become like a passion of mine and that type of thing. It's a lot of fun. It's a sport that, you know, we can all continue to do into, you know, late into our, you know, 80s and that type of thing, hopefully. So, you know, um, been a lifelong athlete, you know, I think I picked up a, a baseball and, and a bat, and I think I first started playing when I was about five or six, and played that all through Babe Ruth, and you know, then uh, started getting into hockey, inline hockey, deck hockey, you know, um, you know, and then did a little bit of CrossFit, you know, certified uh, Ironman coach, um, certified personal trainer. So sports have always kind of been, you know, part of my life, that type of thing, and also work at a at a running store as well. So that has a little bit to do with it. So, yeah, I think the sports has brought. Um probably my closest friends probably were all made through playing sports. So as far as the sports aspect goes of it, I mean, uh, you know, you, you, as you get older, the circle becomes smaller and smaller, but you know, the like-minded in individuals is pretty much who you stay kind of close to. And, you know, you, sh you share those moments with, and you, you, I won a couple hockey championships with Ed, a couple yeah, of my, yeah, we were on, uh, you know, it was like the perfect storm. We had like four guys that we really were close with that all were on the same team for a few few years. We won more than one, and it, we rattled yeah, yeah. them out for a while there. And, uh, you know, it, it's like you're always trying to chase that uh, that passion that you had when, you know, it was it, when it, when it's perfect, it's perfect. It really is. I can't, can't really put it in any other, you know, an example than that when it works it's the best when, when yeah if i remember correctly you scored the game winning goal with, uh when we won the championship uh with the with the leafs if i remember correctly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. from the point 
Yeah, yeah, playing D. They asked me yep. to uh, play D for a season. I felt like uh, Magic playing center the year that Kareem got in, in, injured. So <laughs> I was out of my element, but it, it paid off at the end. But yeah, uh, yeah just memories, uh, man. Good fun. Yeah, just keep sending those emails in, and we'll we'll try to get at least one best one of the week. If not, we'll we'll try to sort through it and maybe get to it a week or two later on. It's it's in the description box under the YouTube videos. You can you can reach us that way, and we'll keep uh, keep paying attention. Good vibes. Everything's been like I said every week, super positive, and and I appreciate everything that you know, all the watched hours, uh, everything that we got going on, and and keep that going for us. We really appreciate it. Um, so uh, just just for the record, I did get some feedback the other day that uh, just from one of our local fans down here. Sure. sure. Uh, he, he said that we're a little harsh on Stacey Keebler, you know? Just... No. <laughs> Get out of here. Speak hey, speaking of that, it's a great, great transition. WrestleMania weekend as we're recording. We're recording on the Saturday night after the Hall of Fame. Uh, cutting into some uh, WrestleMania watching right now. But uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about the one I've been waiting to talk about, whether they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame or not, out of the class. The great Muda. I don't know if you guys saw any of it. Um, no, no. Flair inducted him. Flair inducted him. Pretty good. I was surprised it wasn't Sting. You know, like his biggest rival. He was at the retirement thing. I don't know if it was you know WWE related thing where they didn't ask Sting, they asked Ric Flair, whatever. Um, really cool. Uh, let me pause right there, and I'm gonna throw it to you guys. We'll start with Tom. Thoughts, great Muda, Hall of Famer, yeah, and absolutely, without a doubt, he he de definitely deserves it. He's probably had, I won't say the most successful run over here and from any Japanese wrestler, but he's got to be top two or three, if not. I mean, just off the top of my head, he's just he's he brought that style over and and he meshed it so well with the American style of wrestling, and uh, yeah, that's a hard yes for me. Okay, Ed, what do you got? I agree. Uh, I think you should be in too. Um, you know, I, when uh, we, when you tossed out the talking points, I, you know, I went and did some little bit of research and stuff, man. You know, he, he's been wrestling for, for basically 40, 45 years or so. You mm -hmm. know, um, he came back, you know, uh, last year, I think it was last September, and he came in and saved Sting against, uh, uh, what's it, the, uh, can't remember, the, was it not the Dark Element? Um, no, it was um, with Sammy Guevara, right, in, in that group. I think so. At the Arthur yeah. Ashe show in New York. I think so. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't see it. That That's just some of the notes that I, that I saw. So, um, you know, but I mean, he's the one. I mean, he was, you know, I, he really kind of brought a lot of excitement to uh, Monday night, you know, to Nitro when he was on. You know, he uh, he definitely came in and he, he, brought some, he brought some excitement. You know, I mean, you know, the green mist, you know, I mean. I mean, you know, he he's that was his signature thing, man. I mean, here here we are, you know, what, 30 years still talking about it. So not not the originator of it though. You know that. Nope. I, I if you notice I didn't say that. Right, 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 right. Ah, see? Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the original rises to the top and you the know, original you know, foreign menace. Nothing. Gary Hart's oh, original foreign menace. The <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Hart, so, man. Wow. Yeah, so Gary Hart managed him in WCW. Kind of yeah, yeah. the lineage of the Kabuki thing going with Muda. That was his last real managerian managerial 
uh, moment on TV was with Muda. And then, uh, you know, they, the story is that the reason why he left around 92, 93 is when his contract was up, they wanted him to go baby face. And uh, because he appealed to the kids with the face paint and that stuff. And uh, he didn't want to do that, he, you know, protecting the gimmick. So he left, go back home. And, you know, the rest is history with, with the mood of the thing. And he would pop back up here and there on Nitro with Chono and that. And, you know, when there's 47 guys in the NWO at the time, and, you know, the only guy that wasn't in the NWO at the time was Sting and DDP. So, uh, you know, it, it was – remember Muda for the early stuff, the 89 to 90, 91. That, that's, that's the good stuff. But uh, I guess, you know, Flair inducted him. It was good. Um, would have liked to have seen Sting, like I said. But uh, – Must be because he's on AEW. You never know. You never know how wrestling's a funny thing like that. You know, you never, never know. But um, if you guys have a chance to watch, I was – Telling the Portuguese Phantom, we all know uh, who I'm talking we about. We all know who he is. Yeah. Uh, Conan inducted Rey Mysterio, and he absolutely killed it. He absolutely killed it. If you get a chance to watch it, watch his in, in, uh, induction for Rey. It was fantastic. fantastic. I was reading that leading up to it. He was almost begging them to let him induct him, yeah. and he really, really wanted it. Yeah, and that's the first time he's been around the WWE yeah. forever. I mean, you know, um, but if you get a chance to watch it and you're following this, go and search it out. I don't know how you can find it. It'll be somewhere. It's be on YouTube, Hopefully sure. it'll be on U USA. USA used to cover, used to show it, everyone. Yeah. I don't know if they still do or not, but. I don't know if they're going to edit it or not or, you know, cut it short, but the full version of him and even Ray's induction his speech was great. He was off and on almost having to stop himself because he was crying and, and things like that it was really good. I mean, it, it caught me by surprise. I wanted to watch it for Muda, but that, that was very, for a wrestling fan, it was very well worth it. Speaking of being a wrestling fan, I need to know because it's the night before it's going to happen. Roman Reigns, Cody, does he finish the story or is there going to be a swerve and Roman Reigns keeps the belt? What do you think, Tom? I think they're going to finish the story because I think things are starting to change backstage. I think they want to split the belts up. So I think I think Cody's going to finish it. It's, they've, they've done too many types of things like this where they've swerved. They've got to give – after he busted his ass or his shoulder when he popped that peck, and he still fought. You gotta, you gotta pay. You gotta give him some payback for it and give him the belt. Ed, what do you think? Does does the, I, the does the grandson of a plumber <laughs> do hey, what? We're talking about hard times now. Okay. Hey, it's leading up to hard times. Yep. No, he doesn't want anybody referring to anything about the father anymore. It's, just, it's all about him. Yeah. Hard times. Anyway. I... <laughs> Yeah, settle down hard times. All right. Um, no, I, I I think that uh, I kind of agree with Tom. I mean, I think that they if they've played it out as long as they can, the thing is, is like if they turn it and they flip the belt, now they can go on the run of Roman Reigns coming back 
to come back and get it. You know, they can do outside interference type matches with Cody and stuff like that. They can play that whole test role and build that so they can get so they can get a second life out of the story. You know, well, I, um, I I don't know if Tom will agree with me with this. If we're booking it, let's say we're booking it. He wins. I would keep Roman Reigns. As soon as if Reigns loses, keep him off TV till maybe Survivor Series or something like that. Give him a big. I, that's what I've heard is that he wants to take some time off and they're talking about giving him the whole summer off. So, well, you know, just so that, you know, it's that old saying, how can we miss you if you don't go away type of thing? Right. Yeah. You, you've seen him. He's had a good run. He's yeah. had a, a story title run, one of the mm-hmm. longest, especially he's the longest reigning universal champion, which the, yeah. that's another thing to pick apart. There should only be one. Yep. Only one. There shouldn't be two is one mm-hmm. and uh i think that you got a whole crew of guys that cody could fight that he hasn't fought before maybe randy orton jumps in with that you know the off the legacy thing that they did in the beginning with dibiase jr and maybe get some you know get a quick little feud with that he's got rollins that'll probably want to you know have a rematch for the title or whatever so you maybe gunther you know, the guy that used to be Walter, he's the Intercontinental. Yeah, they're building him up, yeah. I mean, there's a slew of guys that Cody's never wrestled there. So, I mean, and he, he's a great worker, so it's not like he's going to have yeah, crappy sure. matches. And, I mean, the, the story is in the uh, the journey. You know, what now? What next? Yeah, yeah. You know, so, it, Tom, what what would you do if uh, if post-WrestleMania, if Cody wins the belt, what, what you are? I would set him up with... Rollins to have him fight Rollins and I think I don't know if he was I saw an interview with Cody Rhodes online I saw it yesterday I don't know when it was but he was talking and he was talking about so I don't know if they're setting up for something later on but he was talking about how the only person he's ever wanted to fist fight backstage is Seth Rollins he says we just don't get along so I I don't know if they're just setting something up for later on or not but I think it's going to be Seth Rollins and what do you what do you got you uh, I man, I, I haven't really watched a lot of WWE lately, so you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna have to pass on this one. Okay. Hey, I just I, I just want to do a uh, you know a 15 second cut into this section here. Yeah. Just for an FYI, ESPN two does have hockey on. Uh, they, it is the uh, Blackhawks versus the Devils, and it is probably Jonathan Tay's last game, uh, home game, uh, with with the Blackhawks. Just you know, so want want to make sure that we get that out there tonight. But, sure. You know, sure. Yeah. So yeah. you're telling me the crying I'm hearing is coming from a cushnet right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I can hear uh, apples falling off trees. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it may be a hemorrhoid or two. Who knows? Hey, well, hopefully, you know, you know what they talk about, you know, life gives you a lemon, lemons make lemonade, maybe, you know, life puts apples on the ground, makes some apple pies, man. Ship them out. <laughs> <laughs> apple Andy. juice. One, one last thing about wrestling, Andy. What do you think? I saw a picture of McMahon last night. What do you think of the creepy stash? <laughs> that, well, is, got, that is scary. He's got the uh, Vincent Price going on there. He looks like a uh, registered sex offender now. Oh, that is terrible. I don't know if he was doing that as a rib or what, but, man, that was bad. Yeah, there was uh, quite a few AEW roster members backstage at the Hall of Fame. Alistair Black oh, yeah. was there, and uh, who else? couple other people that I, I saw it really quick um 
Oh, uh, Andrade, of course, because of Charlotte. And uh, yeah. there, was somebody, there was somebody else, too. Oh, uh, Buddy Murphy was oh, there, yeah, yeah, too, yeah. with uh, Rhea Ripley. So, yes. So, uh, you know, th- Tom, thoughts on uh, WrestleMania, like, as far as uh, do, you, do you feel it should be two nights? I, I like it only I, on one night. I'm old school. I wish they just did one night. But uh, I think they're just trying to, uh, to be honest with you, I think they're trying to kind of stroke some egos so that some they can say, oh, well, you you uh, headlined night one or something like that. So, see, you you headlined a WrestleMania. I, I don't like that. I think no. they just stick with one night. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think it should be, uh, you know, AEW style where even if it finishes close to midnight, I'd yeah. rather see uh, a full card in one night. Can, you know, th- Two nights, it's it's a lot, especially if you have uh, family things and stuff like that, you know, uh, or a birthday. What if yeah. you have a birthday on WrestleMania like it happens every couple of years? You know, what if you're that guy and your, your calendar is full? It's chock full, so full, you don't even know what to do. But uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, what do you, who you got? I, they're building up Ripley hard. I think she's going to end up wanting it. Yeah, she, they're so? building her up like the next China, I think. So where you may end up seeing her somewhere down the line win like the IC belt or something. Did you see the uh, thing where um, Brock Lesnar ref, uh, refused to work with uh, Bray Wyatt, so Bray Wyatt yes. went home? Um, yep. Uh, there's got to this, this that is some awful book. It makes, going. it makes no sense to me where you're gonna you don't want to work with him, but you're gonna work with almost right. I mean, right. And, uh, you know, if Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar, he can pretty much do what he wants. So it is it is a thing with him. And nobody's going to tell him, uh, you know, anything that he doesn't want to do, he's, he's not going to do. So as far as that goes. But, um, yeah, WrestleMania, uh, it, it would be so much better if it was just condensed into one night. And, uh, you know, what happens if you're um, one of those households that has people over? Like, a, you got to do it two nights? Now you get to do it too. You know, we used to get together and watch WrestleMania yeah. every year and get pizza and stuff like that. We did it for years. Yeah. One night, right? It was always yeah. around the birthday. So we would all yeah. get together. We did that for the All Star game for years too. Yep. It, it's just, it, it loses it. I mean, sometimes less is more with that stuff and they don't get it. And I, I had heard that uh, Nick Khan had said that he wants to go back to making people pay the pay per view price for uh, their <laughs> pay per views, which is, Totally asinine because uh, nobody's going to start dropping sixty bucks every month for no, their, no. their pay per views. Not not I, not with that product. I stopped watching the UFC because of that. The pay per views. I haven't gotten a pay per view in probably four years. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I agree, Tom. We'll have to we'll have to jump on that one of these weeks too with the uh, with the UFC. I haven't been uh, really watching too much of it, but. Um, as far as the UFC goes, I don't know her name, but the, the, she used to be a teacher, uh, blonde. She's got, um, I don't know, did she fight UFC or one of those other ones like Bellator or whatever? Bellator. Really, really, really good looking. I, I don't know if you you know who I'm talking about. I'll, I'll get the name off to write it down for next week. Yeah. But she just had a, a match not too long ago, but if, I'll watch that that all day. Yeah. You, know, you know me. I'll I'll definitely watch that. I'll get I'll get the name, and as soon as I say the name, you'll know who it is. I should have better <laughs> notes on that, but I didn't know it was going to come up. Yeah. So, with uh, with that, we're going to transition over to uh, Tom's segment for uh, pick of the week. 
album pick of the week. What do you got this week, Tom? This week I've kind of went different. I've been going with the hard rock and stuff. This week I went a little bit softer, a little bit grunge. I took Pearl Jam, Vitalogy. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I love the song oh, Better Man. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, nothing Man. Uh, Spin the Cycle, the Black Circle. There's, this one right here is probably, it's their second album, I believe. And I, they right. went a little bit off of the grunge and a little bit more punk style in this one. But this is one of my, the ones that I don't mind chilling to. It's pretty, so that's my pick. Yeah, good. That's a good one. I, I think it's the third one, but I, I'm yeah. I'm not a hundred percent on that. I think it is the third one. Um, Ed, do you remember when that uh, CD came out? When it was a CD? No, I was I was never a huge Pearl Jam guy, man. You know, yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah, I oh, mean, that... they're a good band. Don't get me wrong. If somebody said, you know, back in the day, hey man, I got some Pearl Jam tickets. You want to go? Like, yeah, I'll go. You know, yeah. but it was I was never big into you know, you know. So I, I'm not going to comment. You know all the songs, though. I mean, they play at least a hot eight. Oh yeah, on yeah, the yeah. yeah on the radio in every rotation. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, one of the few bands I've never seen. Um, yeah, would, I mean, would, wouldn't mind you know seeing them, but not at like Fenway, not at yeah. a big venue, not at a stadium. That's I'm all set with stadium shows. I mean, I I gotta be able to sit somewhere where I can see. I, if I'm watching. I'm sitting too far away if I got to watch them on. I, if that if that's the case, I'll watch it at home. I want to be able to see everything with with my own eyes. I don't want to have to watch a, you know, a movie screen to see yeah, just to say I was there. It's the prices are too phenomenal uh, uh, yeah, to events for that. And and with that being said, there's something I had written down that I wanted to talk about since, like the first episode. It was one of the talking points was the Pantera reunion. Thoughts on the Pantera reunion? Go no go. Oh, absolutely. That's a that it's long overdue, and definitely I would go. I would. Uh, I would go. I was so happy that it was Zach Wild because I had heard that if anybody, if it it, it had to be him, it, the closest that you're gonna get for the the whole vibe of what you're trying to present. Yeah, is it like everything else? Is it like Kiss, you know, you got two original members. It seems like that's that's the whole deal. You know, you you get enough water that's gone under the bridge for stuff to happen where Rex never really had any problem with anybody. It was always the Phil and the you know the Abbott family and what was going on with that and being a huge, huge. Everybody's gonna say they're a huge Pantera fan now. Always been a Pantera fan. Always, always, always been a Pantera fan. So no poser here, no posers here. Just <laughs> I, I am not gonna pay seven two hundred fifty dollars for that. That's no, no, because they're That's coming not. around with Metallica. Actually, as much, I as much as I would love to see that, I saw some of the ticket prices, and it's at a stadium. I, I'm all set. I'd rather wait and see if they come around smaller venues, you know, and go. There, even if it doesn't involve Metallica, but I, you know, I, I'll, I'd rather wait than to go and spend phenomenal money just to say I was there. I'm not burning. I already got burnt one year, the year that uh, Beastie Boys and Rage Against the Machine were supposed to tour together, and they had set announced a tour like six months in advance, and then they ended up canceling it when uh, somebody from the Beastie Boys got in a, uh, a bike accident. Yeah, it was so. Mike D on a bicycle. 
Yeah. On an on a bicycle. Actual bicycle, her, yeah. yeah. He got her on a freaking bicycle. Canceled so, the whole tour. So you know this is a year away. I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's and, gonna add <laughs> thoughts. Pantera reunion. I, well, I'm gonna have to say I agree with you guys as far as um I mean I definitely would go. I definitely will agree that, you know, stadium shows don't have that same kind of attraction that they used to. But I think that that has a lot to do with, like, you know, the Internet now. I mean, we can see everything now. You know, yeah. like back in the day, I mean, when you think about the 80s and 90s, I mean, we didn't we didn't have the option of, like, watching it on TV. I mean, now, granted, you know, I do remember seeing, uh, you know, a certain particular band where it became New Halen, Connecticut, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember watching that on MTV yeah. at your house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Live so, without a net. Fifty one fifty tour. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's, but, and you could buy it on DVD now. I mean, in, in yeah. or stream it on some, you know, Netflix or something. Somebody's got it somewhere where you can watch the whole right, thing. Right, right. So, yeah. I mean, people upload all kinds of pirated stuff that I mean, this some guy was uploading Kiss concerts from the 70s that nobody had any knowledge that they even existed and he had them sitting around and as soon as he posted them guess what happened everybody tried to download them before Gene could pull everything down and guess what happened everything got pulled down but it was like pro shot it was all stuff that Kiss fans had never seen before and everybody's right. like well, I gotta download this stuff onto a hard drive so you know because I might never see it again I might go into Kiss vault for you know it was like Disney it'll go in there for another 70 years and then It'll pop up and they'll gouge you for it. So, well, I think we're uh, winding down with time this week. I don't know, uh, you know, with TikTok, TikTok, the half an hour always flies by. We're always talking. You know, speaking of that, working on some guests, maybe episode 10, just to let everybody know. Had a couple of people interested in coming on. I said, you got to meet the requirements. You got to play by the rules. You got to know <laughs> how to do things. Yes. <laughs> you know how we do it but uh you know in closing i just want to say uh you know please support the channel watch as much as you can get us some watch hours like subscribe hit the facebook page you see a post like it just help us out you know just regular guys doing regular guy stuff and that's how I, <laughs> I like to say it so so fellas you ready to wrap it up let's wrap it up yeah, man. all right yeah so, thanks for the support till next Have a week good one yeah, next Check week we could be in Vegas. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe Vegas. look for it. Vegas for 50. <laughs> Later, everybody. Later.